This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Al, what's going on? How about we do a podcast? You like that idea? A podcast, Jerry? Now, what is this now? Is this like a radio show, but you can get it anytime, anywhere? Pretty much. Michelle Obama has one now, so we should keep doing ours. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, this Spotify is like going after podcasts, and I saw a story where they're going after Howard Stern now. No kidding. I saw, yeah. They took another big one, too. I forget who it was. Uh, Joe Rogan, uh, uh, Bill Simmons. No, I wasn't. It wasn't those two. Michelle Obama. I saw the Obama one. There was one other one, but whatever. Yes, your point is uh, very well made, and I'm glad that I'm a Spotify subscriber. I am as well. They're trying to uh, really take over the audio situation. Although getting Howard Stern at this point, honestly, it's I don't well, think the, it's the it's not the coup that it would. Let me ask you this though: been. What would you get? Would you get all of his library, or would you just get like starting now? Well, I'll be honest with you. Because of the cancel culture, uh, he doesn't play any of his old library because oh, okay. it's, gotcha. too, uh, it's too entertaining and uh, he does not into doing that anymore. I understand. He's into uh, PC Howie, so uh, we don't get any of the crazy stuff anymore because we just pretend that didn't happen. Got it. So my guess would be it would have to be new content. I guess it wouldn't be live. Right. He could just do podcasts. Maybe he does a couple a week and go from there. But hmm. the Spotify, Jerry, they're trying to get on everything. But I, I, sometimes I don't like when a company tries to expand too much. Right. Be great at what you're great at. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was a problem with, like, Time Warner just started buying up everything. And right. then, like, what was better than AOL, America Online, years ago? Nothing was better than it. And then it was like, they kept trying to do too many things. It's like, just be... AOL. Right. They blew it is what they did. You blew it. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You can't be everything to everyone. Hmm. Jeez. And that was a song. Uh, That was Everclear. She tries to be everything to everyone. Nice. Uh, uh, During the warm-up show today, which we got cut off at the very end, so let's do it here. Ellen. There are rumors going around that Ellen DeGeneres, who people know as the nicest person on the planet, uh, that she is has a, a harassing place of work. Well, what's interesting, what I found... And she's mean. What I found very interesting about that was, again, I watched her one-hour special on that Letterman show that he does for, doc, uh, for Netflix. Yeah. And, you know, it was very revealing. She was very open about her upbringing. Yes. Um, about the struggles she has had, how close she was to basically walking away from the business. Um, and then at various points of the documentary or not documentary of the interview they would then flash back or show you video footage of her and letterman walking through the studios and the offices and oh that's where that was i was trying to think where i saw that i didn't know if that was the 60 minutes piece but you're right that's what that's from and part of that which was you know 
I don't want to say eye-opening because I kind of expected it was how incredibly happy a place it seemed to be and to work. Right. And all these rumors and reports basically spit in the face of what we saw on film. And so what's the truth? Is it somewhere in between, which it usually is, or is it really a happy place to be and someone's got an axe to grind and they're just going after her? Right. Are these disgruntled employees yeah. that were let go because they stunk at work? Or didn't Although, get a raise when they asked for one? And I don't know. I love the idea that Ellen is a mean person off the air. I think it's, I like anything that seems uh, contradictory when I feel like someone's doing too well like Ellen. I like to see people knock down a peg, Jerry, just me personally. So you don't says, like success for people? Uh, <laughs> to a certain point, then I like it to be cut down a little bit. Uh, but so I'm reading along all these articles and I'm like, yeah, that seems true. I believe it, believe it. Then near the very end of the article, it said, um, one of the, you know, some of the people that were complaining who are, of course, anonymous and don't work there anymore said that Ellen wasn't that way, but she, the supervisors there that were directly under Ellen were, and that Ellen should have known better. Okay. I mean, listen, see, that if that's least, the case, then Ellen's not me. See, that makes sense to me, but it's still again, is opposite of what they showed. Now, I also would have to know who are the ones complaining. I mean, because they basically showed writers uh, and directors. I mean, those are people that probably get paid very well and they're probably doing right. great. Are the people that were complaining, you know, the lower paid staff that, you know, again, were unhappy with whatever they made or what their benefits were right. or, you know, being shouted at by superiors that had nothing to do with, with the actual show on the air product, if you know what I'm saying. It depends. Yes. Like, where is it coming from? That's what I would like to know. As Jerry Seinfeld might say, Jerry, who are these people? Right. Exactly. No. Stand up. Identify yourself. Put your name on it. Be a man or a woman and say, I said it. Put your name on it. Exactly right. Uh, we also talked briefly today. I think it was in the warm-up show. I wanted to get a little more into it. I told you that when I uh, get... Uh, the um, what do you call that? the utensils and dishes and bowls out of my dishwasher that I put the recently cleaned bowls on the bottom of the pile so that I have equal rotation of my dishes, my bowls, and I do the same with my silverware. And you found that a little strange. I don't know. I didn't say it's strange. You I didn't. think most people do it the other way, which is they just wrong. pile on top, right? Yeah, I think that you do it the right way. I also, are you, do you use a dishwasher at your home? Do you? Uh, do you every feel? day. Every, every day. day my wife uses it, yes. Do you, like the part where you put the utensils, like to me, I put all the forks in one part, all the spoons in another part, all the knives in another part, so that when I'm emptying the dishwasher, it's easier just to grab them all. And no, put we them put them everywhere. They, you put them, that's what Gina does. Yeah, whatever, it's not that big, it takes There's two like, seconds. There's like a fork, a spoon, a knife. All the one thing one we thing. here's the one thing we used to argue about is how you put the forks into the slot up or down. Right. And so she, you know, growing up, it was always you put them down, and then then I got married to her, and they put them up. And so we would argue, not argue, I shouldn't say argue, but if if I ever put something in, so let's say I put a fork, you know, uh, the top part down. And then I would go to the dishwasher an hour later and I would see those forks that I put in move the other way. Yeah. I would rotate them all back the other way. <laughs> and we would argue about it. And my my point was, and I think it's valid, like I understand they may wash a little bit better with if they're up. I said, but when you put them back, how are you grabbing them? Right, with your hands. Right. What's what is all over your hands? 
germs. germs. Like you're basically making them dirty again before you ever use them in a, in a sense. And she agreed with me. And then the next time that we put the uh, utensils back in the dishwasher, she went right back to doing them when she did them. And then we kept go battling back and forth. Now I fast forward to about six months ago. This, by the way, has gone on for 10 years, mm-hmm. maybe even longer than that. Six months ago, we got a new dishwasher and the damn thing came with with slots and you can't put them in downside. Oh, really? So I lose. Now, I when I moved into the apartment in Matawan, I, it was a brand new apartment, so everything was new in it, including the dishwasher, and it had a manual. And I'm a I'm a manual reading guy. I will read a manual before I, no matter what you, no matter what I get, if I get a coffee, a simple coffee maker, I'm going to read the manual before I begin operating. Right. So I got this dishwasher, and I looked, and it said to put the utensils in, some down, some up. Okay. Would it say why? I guess you could get more utensils in. And clean them better if some are up and some are down. Okay. But I agree with you with the grabbing because you're right. Well, I'm grabbing all the spoons and then, you know, Gina comes over and now she's got my finger spoons yes, in her mouth. Yes, absolutely. 100% because that's what you're grabbing them by. Yep. And it's so funny because my wife agreed with me and then proceeded to continue to yeah. do it the way she did it. And uh, yeah, again, I get it. Maybe they do wash slightly better. Mm-hmm. They still wash just fine the other way. But again, also- now we buy this thing that I picked out with her. And then it kind of, I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding the slots. me. Now I've automatically lost. Right. I don't. I hate that. Was that a talking point when you first got it? Was she like, oh, look. No. And I didn't say a word. She knew better. Yeah. Well, she knew you got the message without her saying anything. Oh, killer. Killer. I, I do the same thing with my underpants. When I wash my underwear and socks, I have a, I have a lot more underwear and socks than I go through per wash. So I fold the new underwear washed underwear and i put it underneath the underwear that hasn't been worn so that my that's underwear smart gets a complete new rotation and you're not burning holes in the same exactly. pair you keep wearing right my socks and my underwear equal rotation i like it i'm trying to think if i do that in any other part of my life i think that's really it i would think that's it I like oh or i get a box of cheerios i buy a box right <laughs> right from the supermarket let's say i already have a box that's unopened in the pantry I'm going to put this newer box behind the older box. The older box gets used first, even though the Cheerios are good for two years. I'm going to finish them both long before. (laughs) I just feel like I got to get the rotation correct. I hear you. Okay. I hear you. I'm glad you hear me. Also, Jerry, I'm surprised this wasn't a bigger story when it happened. I guess it happened Tuesday night in a baseball game, and I didn't get to it on the warm-up show today, but the Padres' Tommy Pham or Tommy Fam? Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham? Mm-hmm. What's up, Pham? Uh, he took an 86-mile-per-hour pitch to the balls. I didn't see that. Yeah, he was he was batting. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, why wasn't this a bigger story? I don't know. I get, You know, I'll tell you why. Because we have so many games going on now yeah. that things are getting lost in the shuffle again. And and you know what? If you go back to when life was normal, um, a lot of times stories like this would pop up online a day and a half You're or right. two days later. Yes. So I'm, I'm not surprised by it. Plus the, that happened the same night when that dude- Joe uh, Kelly. Yeah, Joe Kelly of the Dodgers was throwing at the Astros. Right. So that got pushed back. Had that not happened, maybe Tommy Pham taking a fastball to the balls and he was okay. That might then, have been a bigger deal. 
it might have been a bigger deal. Might have been a bigger story. By the I way, did, uh, what's that? I was gonna say I did like how you and Boomer were really battling today. You about did. The, I didn't yeah. know if you liked that or not. I like anytime. Here's what I like as as a sports radio argument. Anytime I can tell someone is legitimately annoyed, okay, like, and is not just arguing their point, right? Like you sounded legitimately annoyed. I was. I was frustrated because yeah, I not, love that. I wasn't going to win it with him because he was taking my point and moving it in a different direction <laughs> for for reasons. And I like I know right. what he was doing. And I, as I sit here now, I mean, I listen. I don't mute. I don't really block anybody on Twitter. I yeah. mute people though because it's too. just some of it's enough. But the words that I was called on Twitter for, I mean, again, let's think of it this way. All I'm t- all I'm saying is an eight-game suspension for throwing a fastball at a guy's head is appropriate. That's essentially my argument. Especially for a pitcher. It's, it, it, what is he, one and a half, maybe two starts tops? Yeah, and he's, he's a relief, right. And this guy's never going to bat. He doesn't have to face another pitcher. I mean, the the whole notion of this to me is absurd that anybody would think differently. And yeah, I do destroyed on social media. Now, the thing I did like was I think Eddie did a really nice job of with the calls because mm-hmm. we had like five or six up immediately. There were like three with me, three with Boomer. Yeah. So that made me feel a little bit better. But I'm blown. Well, you know, they cheated their way to a World Series. I understand. <laughs> it doesn't mean the guy shouldn't get suspended for acting like an ass. <laughs> I mean, and, I, and I, I'm for throwing at him, just right. not there. Not at the head. You don't like the head hunting. And you're right. Oh. You, you did make a good point. You said if uh, he would have got drilled in the face or something on purpose. Oh, my God. Would've... People would have been calling out, ban him for life. Right. Oh, amazing. Or if he would have ended the guy's career by Criminal hitting him in the... charges. Right. Ay, ay, ay. That was really something. Hmm. But whatever. That's when you go round and round. But you know what's interesting about that topic is not the topic, but the argument back and forth. It's partly why Mike and Chris were so good and why they broke up basically, Mm -hmm. because when one believed something, the other was never giving in and it would get, I don't want to say personal, I think a personal meaning family wise, but like they would look at each other with just foam coming out of their mouth. Like they couldn't stand the other's take and neither would ever give in. And so you'd have this, like, if Boomer, I could have kept going with that in the nine o'clock hour with Boomer very easily because the phones were on fire. But it was, it was, I felt like for like what? We did an hour on it and we're not going anywhere. Right. It's either going to be, I agree with Jerry. Right. Uh, can't throw out his head. I agree with Boomer. They stole a World Series. And at this point, it's old now. It's a couple days ago. So right. whatever. You would have had enough, Jerry. And no one had any problem with me calling him a dirtbag. Right. That's fine. Not Boomer. You were calling Joe Kelly the Joe Kelly, yes, the pitcher, a dirtbag. Yes. Yesterday, I got uh, you know I'm kind of redoing my bathroom in pieces. Like I'm gonna, I have a flooring guy. It's gonna do the flooring. Then I'm gonna get a plumber in here. But uh, but I ordered from Home Depot vanities, a vanity for my upstairs bathroom and right. a vanity for the half bathroom. Right. So <laughs> the vanity shows up yesterday as as a delivery, and it's huge. Much in the box it comes in is huge. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, and he and I did get this email from Home Depot. It said, you know, you can only we can only drop this off on your porch because of coronavirus. Right, right, right. Sure, Jerry, I'm not moving. I couldn't. So what'd you do? Cancel so the it. Guy, no, the guy goes. Oh, we can only put this on porch. I go. I go. You see that door over there? I go. I'm right on that first floor. I go. You just got to get through that door and put it there. I said, I'll give you both. You guys, twenty bucks. Done. He goes. 
All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> but now it's just sitting in my small, my kitchen and my living room are combined. So, and this thing's just sitting in there. And you can't move it. I can't move it. And the dog looks annoyed, like, what is this doing? Now, are here? you putting this in yourself? I was considering putting this in myself because I think you just have to bolt it to the to the wall and then okay caulk it. But I'll get a plumber to like connect everything. Right, right, right. But I now have to get this up the stairs somehow. And I think to, uh, hmm. I wonder um, if I can get there Saturday morning. I could help you. Well, I can't put it in yet. I don't have the flooring in yet. Oh, all right then. I just need to get it up up, up to the second floor because right now it's like in the middle. But right, you need to move home. it. I need to move it, which I think Gina can help me because I unboxed it. By just cutting around the box. Right. And it seems manageable to be able to move it. The good news is I thought they were delivering this. I thought this was the smaller vanity. Okay. For the half bathroom. Right. But I looked. It's the bigger one. So that's good. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think I was Googling how to change out a vanity. You just... The old one's bolted to the wall. Right. Underneath. And then caulked on the thing. So you got to cut the caulking and then unscrew. And I think you just... Again, easier said than done. I'm sure there's going to be everything major. is easier said than I'm done. I'm sure there's going to be a major problem. Of course. Well, like I said, if you need me, I can certainly Thank come you. down and help you. Well, that's very nice of you. Right on. All right, Jerry, I appreciate that. All right. Why don't we do this, the warm-up show, where yeah. we discuss mostly the band Chicago? I, I have to leave though now. I can't do. Where are you I, I can't do a warm-up show now. Oh no, we did it already. Oh, we're that's what we're doing. I'm sorry. My so, bad. So I got long you. ago. You don't even remember. I got you. It's been on for five and a half hours. It's yeah, enough been already. On, on for a while. So <laughs> we will see you tomorrow, Jerry, on a fr- summer Friday. Enjoy. You don't get a lot of summer Fridays left in your life. Right on. You never know when your last one No, be. this could be it. You might not even get to summer Friday. You may pass away today. That's going to happen to somebody that's lis- not listening because what are the chances of that? But someone out somewhere, there someone's is not going to see listen, their Friday. At 1022, somewhere... Someone's yeah. dying right now. And if I pass today, I want you guys to play this in memoriam tomorrow. Uh, we'll play all your songs. <laughs> all right. That's fair enough. All right. I'll take that. All right. So. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. All right, 504 on a Thursday morning. What is up from New York City? I stand. Eddie Scazzeri is here as well. Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore. What's up, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. What shirt does uh, Eddie have on today? I kind of miss seeing Eddie's daily shirts. He's got an NYC shirt with the Statue of Liberty. Oh, he's going uh, all patriotic today. I like it. He wears John Lennon uh, design. Oh, John Lennon design. He wears uh, one T-shirt a day, yeah, and does not repeat for the entire year. Now, during the football season, he will wear a Dan Marino jersey, which helps on, on Mondays, whether that's a win or a loss for the Dolphins. But otherwise, he's uh, no rush to do the laundry in Eddie's house. No, because, you don't have to. Uh, when are you going to wear the shirt again? In 365 days. So at some point, we're going to have to get this washed. And it could be even longer than that because he does accumulate shirts throughout the year. Right, he gets new shirts as he goes. Now, I went through my T-shirts uh, last weekend, I guess it was, because I had noticed they were starting to pile up, uh, and they weren't very neat, and my wife puts them away and yells at me because I'm kind of a slob with that. A lot of T-shirts. A lot of T-shirts. So I counted what I had, and I made. I, I didn't want any more than 80. 80? 80. I thought that was a lot. Oh my God. I had 124 T-shirts. 
So I donated 44. Mm, some lucky uh, some lucky people are going to wind up with, do you know that Jerry Recco once wore this I'll t-shirt? tell you, well, no one cares about that, but I, I will tell you this. Some lucky person is going to end up with brand new t-shirts. There were, yes. I would say, 10 to 12 shirts that I never wore. Mm-hmm. And I got rid of them because they're not really my style. I don't, whatever. And I haven't worn them in three years, so I got rid of them. Um, but yeah, I got rid of 44 t-shirts, left myself with wow. 80 of them. And yet I'll still repeat. Because I don't, it's kind of like, did you ever notice this? Now you're, you're, well, did you ever you're, notice? you're kind of a family of one, one well, and a half. Gina is over a lot, but a lot. Mm-hmm. how many, how many uh, dinner dishes do you have? Do you have like a set of eight? I have enough. I have more than eight, but I have enough so have that more I more than eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you ever get to the bottom of the dishes or do you use the same dish, wash it, put it back on top no, and keep washing it? I get it? to the bottom. I, I have a really weird system. I do use my dishwasher. Now, I only have to run my dishwasher like once or twice a week tops. Right. So I like to have enough dishes that fill the dishwasher. So I'm doing a full load of dishes. But here's what I do. This goes for utensils and dishes. When I take the dishes out of the dishwasher where they're clean, I will put them on the bottom so that all of my dishes get used equally. All right. Now, I don't think most people do that. I think some people have... 8 to 12 dishes, and the 12th one probably just sits there forever and ever and ever. Well, that was me with the T-shirts. The ones in the bottom, like I never got to the ones in the middle of the pile or to the bottom, so I rotated them, and now I'm sure the ones that are on the bottom, now I won't use or wear for the next year. (laughs) Right. That's what I've done. So, yeah, so Eddie's got the nice NYC shirt on. You'll see it on TV in a little while. May I recommend a good book by... Marie Kondo. No, I'm not interested. So what else you got, Al? No, I'm saying I'm t- for the audience. This is it no, tells you it's how to. Stupid. It's not stupid. It's, it's stupid. It's what the, else you got? It's the life changing magic of tightening up. It is ridiculous. Up. This is called no. It, it's a Jerry, whole thing bet, about a shirt sparking joy. Not right. Off. I bet stupid. the fact that you did that. My, her five minutes are up. By the way, hold on. I bet the fact that you got rid of those shirts also cleared your mind. Not at all. What's up? What else you got? Jerry, the Yankees beat the Orioles last night. The Mets lost. Baseball's Again. back. Hey, watching this uh, Yankee game, Jerry, you know how I'm a, I really like to watch every detail of these games. Pedro Severino, who is the Orioles catcher. He's lucky he didn't break his hand last night. So twice in the first inning, catcher interference. Yeah, and you know what's amazing about this? It's not even like it was, you know, Brett Gardner. You know, it wasn't one of the – it wasn't DJ LeMayhew. He gets catcher's interference by Judge and Stanton. Right, two guys that'll break your hand. And look like the first one looked bad. The second one looked worse. I'd love to see what his hand looks like today. So what happens is uh, the hand he has his glove on, he's pushing it forward. Why would he do that? Yeah, he's either set up too close to the plate or he's pushing his hand forward and getting in the swing path. I would do the opposite. When Judge and Stanton came up, I'd be so far back in the catcher's box, they'd be like, dude, you got to get in the box. You know, here. it's a funny thing because there are some umpires, like we, we have certain catchers, even at the youth level, 15, 10, whatever age, that they are afraid of having their hand hit with the bat. Yes. And they will position themselves back an extra couple of feet. Do you know, not this year because the umpire is behind the mound, but in the past, we've had umpires that would tell a nine year old, you're too far, move up closer. To where we'd have to stop the game and say, listen, call the game. We'll position our catcher where he needs to be. Because he's still, he was still in the couple times it's happened. He's still in a little catcher's spot. It's not like he's, you know, out of the box. It's not, there's nothing wrong with where he was. Um, And they're, they're terrified of getting hit by an aluminum bat, uh, you know, on the glove hand. So last night it happened. I've never seen it twice. And I don't think I've seen it twice in one game, let alone twice in an inning. Twice in an inning, in the first inning, this fella. They're pretty bizarre. 
Pedro Severino. Think he'll catch today? I, it seems like they've got no other options down there. <laughs> it is the Orioles. It is the Orioles. Uh, Jacob DeGrom had his scoreless streak ended, Jerry. He pitched a nice game and then had the freaking bullpen ruin it for him. Yeah, Seth how Lugo. Come? How come? What, you know, we, sit here, we sing, the prizes of Seth, uh, sing the praises of Seth Lugo, and then it's yeah. last night, Christian Vasquez, and then Vasquez again. Ugh. That's a bad one last night. And I fell asleep. I didn't see the last couple of innings. I watched them this morning when I got in. Yes. That's a bad – I mean, in every which way, that's a bad loss. Between the bullpen, between bases loaded, not getting enough runs in. Uh, they had so many – they had a million hits last night, and they lose the game. Cespedes was up with the bases loaded yeah. down 6-5, bottom of the ninth. Yeah, he got – Or uh, in the ninth. Yeah, bottom of the ninth. Struck out on a nasty curveball. Ooh. A nasty uh, the, one. The big play, though, which I'm sure I'm sure you saw probably oh, on the highlights if you didn't see it live, uh, the play by Devers in the ninth inning also saves oh, the yeah. game. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Mets scored a run, but uh, they could have tied it there, Jerry. Could have, and Cano had a chance to be a hero and, and wasn't. Did you ever know Cano's my hero? No, he's uh, There was a uh, debut by a fellow named Andres Jimenez. Well, no, he's played. Mets. It wasn't his debut last night. What? Jimenez has been playing. He has? Yes. What the heck did I read? Uh, he Are got, you sure, Jerry? I'm positive. I'm Google it. You can Google all you want. Andres? He's been playing. Matter of fact, he's been the defensive, if you're watching the games, he oh, has I'm been the defensive the replacement for the last couple of innings of, of these games. Oh, it was his first career start. Right. And he got his first career triple. Yeah. Keep That's got to be the burn. hardest uh, thing in all of baseball, the triple. He hit it to dead center. You Well, the thing that's amazing is it wasn't even like uh, the center fielder didn't get back on the ball. He did. The kid just must have lightning fast speed. Like there was no throw to third. He hit the ball in the center fielder went back, 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 back. Yeah, back, just back, not gone. Just not gone. Yeah, just not gone. The only way you, I would think you could hit a triple is if you hit the ball in the corner, and it's one of those things where either it ricochets and goes to center nah, field. No, that's how you get the inside the park home run. Oh, the in, oh, that's the that's the dream. I'm going to make a the park home run. Prediction. Andres Jimenez will have an inside the park home run Ooh. before his career is over. Ooh, what's today's date? Today July is July 30th. 30th. Jerry makes Oh, before his career is over or before this season is over. Before the no, before his career is over. Say the season. No, how That'd many guys cooler. how many guys get inside the park home runs in their know. career? Not many. I'm going to predict he has two in one game. <laughs> now that would be legendary. <laughs> Andres Jimenez. That would be pretty good. By the way, I it's had so two inside the park. I had so little faith in the Orioles. Just going back to that because we were talking about um, the Yankees yesterday. Well, today too. Yeah, I betting took, that game. I be, I bet the Yankees <laughs> minus three runs. I had so much faith in them and so little faith in the Orioles. Yeah. So you won that. <laughs> yeah, I did last. Good night. job by you. That was good. <laughs> what was a nine three final. Nine three. And I I didn't even like. I had no. Issues. I didn't even give that a thought. I'm like, ah, oh, we're they're winning this, please. Right. I was more concerned with the Brewers winning, but yeah, that was pretty wild. The Brewers. You're betting Gambling the problem. Bre- <laughs> no, you're I'm doing. Listen, Brewers? I'm doing my daily Brewers? double play on BetMGM every day. That's daily what I did. Double play. I went with the Brewers and the Yankees last night. That's two in a row. Two in mm. a row. Two. We are. We're winning. Is what we're doing. All right. Uh, the Dodgers have, uh, or the Major League Baseball. Hey, you're just has... ripping right through the baseball. That's like right, it. Jerry. Uh, the uh, suspended Joe Kelly. Good. The, the uh, dirt Dodger. bag has to sit home. The dirt bag, uh, weasel. What was the other one you called them? I don't remember. You had three good ones. I did. You called them dirt bag, a weasel, and a punk. 
I did. I don't remember calling him yeah, a punk. Okay, you definitely called him a punk. Those I, say, I thought I said it was a punk move. I call him a punk too. Eh, I'm calm, uh, punk move calls is like calling you a punk. Fair enough. I'm giving you that one, Jerry. They have right. eight games. If that's Good. a percentage wise out of a sixty game season, yeah. Whatever. I saw Jim Rome on Twitter. He's uh, he says he's he got more punished than the uh, than the Marlins for going out and get everyone getting uh, coronavirus. <laughs> yes. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, they have to prove that first. Right now, all we have is a Bob Nightingale story. Right, that's, that's true. That's all we have. Now, I no did proof. see that MLB did launch an investigation, and they'll try and figure it out. But until we know, what do you want them to do? An investigation. They've got all their private eyes on it. They are, They've yes. got their DNA scientists They're watching checking them. it out. That's right. They're taking swabs. I've got a 23andMe kit coming today. I want to see what my background is, Jerry. Just don't murder anybody then. Or I got news for my family members, no, not even any family members, because my DNA will be in the system. Now I'm interested. Why now? Why? What are you looking for? Like, why are you interested in the 23 and my which is I'm, great? But go I'm for looking it. Looking for my real parents. Is this an endorsement deal? No, it's not an endorsement. So deal. you're legit interested. I'm interested. Yeah, because Gina just did it, and I was like, why well, don't I? I want to do this. What did she? Did she learn anything, or was it like, eh, okay? Well, you know, she likes to brag that she's Italian. Everyone likes to be Italian for whatever reason. All right. She came back 60% Italian. So I guess she could brag to be Italian. I would say if you come back 50%, well, better yeah. than 50% better of than anything, 50. that's what you are. Yeah. Uh, uh, although it did, uh, these these uh, kits can spark other problems too. Uh, you know, you'll sometimes you could get things back that says like that you have a... Um, sort of like a half-sibling somewhere or a cousin mm. somewhere that someone didn't know that they had. Sure. So you got to be careful of that, too. Could stir up trouble, these 23andMe kits. Yeah, I'm kind of good. I'm not really sure I care. Like, what if I find that I have a half-brother somewhere? Uh, I guess it's possible. How would that tell you that, though? Because it would match them? It would tell you, you that if, if they also did a DNA kit. And they'd say, oh, of all the people in our system... You are a very close match to this person. But does a close match necessarily mean that that is? No, it could be like a cousin, a third cousin. It could tell yeah, you I'm that. I'm not interested. Too. I'm really not. Well, I'm interested. Uh, I know you are. I know plus, that when gives I, you something to do, which is good. Plus, growing up, everyone would always go, uh, "What nationality are you?" And when I would say American, that wouldn't be good enough for people. I'm such a mixture of things, so I want to be able to tell Can people. Can I ask you a question? I'm eight percent European. I'm three percent. But why? French. This is what I've never understood. I, I I get the fact of where we came from and all that, but if you're born here, why wouldn't that be your first? It is mine. It should be. Here's what I think: if you, if both of your parents, if your parent, if one parent came from Italy and one parent came from Germany, I would say you're, and then you were born. I would say you're half you're American, but you're half German, half Italian. People like to like to identify with uh, another a cool country that's not in America. Yeah, I, I, you know, my parents were both born here. I was born here, American. Um, a, sure. as the great Hulk Hogan would say, I am a real American. But here's the other thing you could do, Jerry. Tell me if you would do this. You're de- you're not interested in your dna background for where you, where your ancestors came from I'm i understand not. that i'm really not would you be interested in this which you can do with these kits now okay they'll tell you what your predisposed illnesses can be yes that does interest me see that i'm not, that i'm afraid of i don't want to know why that I, though because you I could, could be, be preventative then like if so if, if there suppose. was if you were predisposed to 
colon heart cancer. disease, colon, uh, fine, colon cancer. If I found that out, yeah. then I would know I'm going to get the colonoscopy every year. That's fair. And I wouldn't I wouldn't wait till, like, they tell you 50, right? Isn't that when they say you should start having 50, colonoscopies? 50, yeah. Now I'd start. Right. Why? Well, because I'm predisposed. So I, to me, it's preventative. If if you're a woman and you find out you're predisposed to breast cancer, wouldn't you want to make sure you got checked every nine months instead of every two years or whatever it is? Yeah, but in some ways I'd be if, like, what if the DNA test could tell you when you were going to die? All right, now we're getting a little, that's freaky. Like if you could check a box. I, I don't know that I want that. You're going to live to only nah, 58. I don't, I don't know that I want that. This oh, comes back goodness. to it. We've had this conversation on the podcast often. Yeah. I don't know that I want to know the expiration date. But I'm 50 now. If I got a, if the DNA kick could tell me I was going to die at 58, I would live now, Jerry. Live. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you continue doing what you're doing. You wouldn't Jerry, live I would live my life. You're just trying to figure out how you would uh, get rid of all your riches. What I do is I take whatever money I have, you know I divide it up between eight years and go, okay, I could spend this much money per year. You know who would start living? That nephew of yours. <laughs> <laughs> or your parents, because if they found out you're done in eight years, they might outlive you. <laughs> Hey, Whimsy might be throwing parties. <laughs> Eight more years. He's she's only four. She's yeah. got a chance to outlive you too. And That's if you true. ever got that African gray parrot that you wanted to get, holy cow! Oh man, that would way outlive me. We have to take a break. I don't know how we got here, Jerry, from Joe Kelly being. I have suspended. no idea either. We went from dirt bags to death. Dirt bags. <laughs> Five nineteen on the fan. We take you to the top of the hour. Boomer joins us. Then don't go away. A lot more to do here on the warm-up show. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, 25 after 5. It is the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. Boomer joins us then. Al down the Jersey Shore, which is going to be busy. It's a Thursday, and it's going to be warm this weekend, so he's going to be judging people like he loves to do on his deck. He'll be sitting there drinking a nice, cool pina colada, saying, look at that bald guy. Look at that ugly person. Ooh, she's cute. He's cute. How about that? Nice dog. Isn't that what you do, Al? I, I do do that. I, say, cute, <laughs> I know but, you do. Uh, I do say uh, yes. I do uh, look at those things. <laughs> and that judge song everybody. I was just—that song I was just playing, Jerry. Love walks in. Yes, that was the story about where uh, uh, Sammy Hagar feels like he's been visited by aliens over his lifetime. Is that true? Yeah. Was that on OU812? Was that? No, that was all 5150. Their first album together. Ton of hits on that. Record. He's a big uh, alien guy, isn't he? Yeah, believes that he's been visited over his lifetime by aliens. All right. How's that worked out for him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty good. He's doing a. He's doing pretty good in life. Doesn't he have a uh, reality show too right now? Uh, I, th- I think he had one where he goes and visits people and jams with them. He has that, and isn't and it? Jams with them. One of the guys from ACDC, I think, too. Uh, I know Daryl Hall was doing that for a while. They still are. Yeah, they still are. I like those shows. I like people jamming together. I'm telling you, I can't think of the channel now. I've told you about it many times, though. Axis. Yes. I mean, if you like music, just tremendous between the rockumentaries or just, you know, musical documentaries that they have, the concerts that they show. I told you there was a Ringo Starr concert um, that I think was recorded, I want to say in 2017 or 2018 that I watched a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it was tremendous. It really was good. And then they followed that up with Paul McCartney and Wings at Madison Square Garden in 1970. It was 78 or 79. And it was it was great. It really was. The channel is awesome. And yeah. They, I also watched a documentary. I think it was on Axis. It might have been Netflix, but I think it was Axis on the band Chicago. 
which was, and then that documentary about the record producer, what was mm-hmm. his name again? Can't remember. We just watched it. I know. Married Don't to Catherine know. McVie. Mm-hmm. Not sure of his name. <laughs> David something. David. Come on. I'm, I'm Googling Catherine We McVie. just watched David. this. The two of us, two idiots. Oh, come on. David Foster. David Foster. Now, they were Michael Simlin? No, it was not him. Now, they were highlighted in that documentary, too, but... The one on Chicago was it was awesome. Just how that whole big band and 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 rock and roll kind of clashed with their sound, and then the way it was, it was really good. I'm telling Eddie, you, it's a great channel. Eddie Scazzeri hates eighty eight nineteen eighties Chicago. He hates the Peter Cetera oh, Chicago, right? Brutal. Which now that in the David Foster documentary they cover That's that right. yeah. on how it was like a rebirth of Chicago and how the real members of Chicago hated that version of Chicago. But it also made them wildly rich and even more popular. I suppose. I mean, Eddie's it, a purist, though. They made a ton of money from they those. Did. From those. Yeah, uh, but CDs. the sound was different. Not like, the same band. Whatever. Generic. From Sixty-eight to seventy. What six or seven? Now. I don't probably. know. Probably the horns. They were right. a big horn band, and, and they, they still play crap. as that horn band. Yeah, now. Oh, yeah they play absolutely. everything though now. Oh, do they really? But yeah, who sings the Peter Cetera spots? I don't know. Just yeah, someone that sounds like them. Amanda. No, please. Out. They pull up. They pull up a woman from the crowd. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, I watched, um, I don't know why, I've gotten into the band Paramore, and I know they haven't released music Paramore. in forever. Yes. because I, That was a band, I always knew their music, I never really knew it was them, and I came across one of their concerts on YouTube probably three or four months ago, and I've watched a bunch of them since. They do a really cool thing, and I don't know about all their concerts, but at least in several that I've watched, where they call up a fan, Haley Williams, the lead singer, will kind of, during the show, survey the crowd in probably the first 20, 30 rows, whatever. And at the end, they call up a fan to sing, like, the final song and, like, versions of the... It really, very interesting. And it's funny because then you really see... We know the talent level is through the roof for these people, but then when you hear someone that thinks they can sing... Yeah, they suck. Oh, my God. They don't. It's. I mean, it's worse than that. Yeah. It, but it's pretty neat though to watch it and see from concert to concert that it, there was one concert where the person they brought up was as good as she was, and then there are some that are just. I mean, it's like scra- you know scratching your nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. It's so bad. But very very interesting little uh, concept. All right, Jerry, I got a buzz no buzz for you today. I love buzz Kick no off, buzz. Kick uh, off at five thirty in the morning. Buzz no buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Nice. NBA returns tonight. I can buzz, tell you no I can tell you in my house there is buzz for um the NBA returning tonight and for hockey. There, there is buzz. So you're going to go buzz on this one? Yeah, but I don't know if the masses will. Yeah, I got no buzz here. It's I'm a, feeling no buzz. Yeah, but you wouldn't have any buzz if it was a real no, but, NBA night. No, no, no. Right. Right in the middle of the season, but yeah. I would have a buzz for the start of the NBA season. I'm saying you I would feel really? No, no, no. I'm saying I would feel the buzz. Okay. I mean, I think part of it for us is the Knicks have nothing to do with it. That's true. Uh, and the Nets are in it, but it's not anyone not that's recognizable Nets. aside from Karis LeVert and Jared right. Allen. And as much as I like them, I also know they're the number two team in town. I get it. When I say, like, buzz no buzz, I mean, like, does my mother know the NBA's coming back tonight? Probably not. No buzz. I suppose. Um, I don't know that I would use your mom as the barometer for this. 
I use my mom for a barometer for everything in life, Jerry. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 trust me, and she's a lovely lady, <laughs> and at times I feel bad for her. Yeah. Um, well, if she doesn't know the NBA is coming back. Like, if I don't get a text from her, like, NBA, yeah. I tonight, can, I I can tell you this. I know, and I might even DVR it, believe it or not. I'm I'm looking forward to, and I won't see it live because I don't think it starts till 9 o'clock, but, like, Clippers, Lakers, to me, I'm interested in. Eh, New Buzz. Orleans, I'm not so – I don't really care about the first game. I really no don't. Buzz. Second game I'm into. Buzz. Um, and there was buzz last night when the Rangers and Islanders took the ice. So I think – and that was an exhibition game. So I'm looking forward to that on Saturday for sure. Uh, I'm going to say in my house buzz, but overall no buzz no in New buzz. York for the NBA. But mm. I bet you the ratings are good. I think these games are on TNT tonight, I think. Yeah, I believe so. I'll bet you they will do a tremendous rating because you got Zion in the first game. I think he's playing. And then you got the Lakers and Clippers in the second I think you'll get really good ratings. All and right, when so I say really good ratings, I mean for cable, for basketball on cable. So maybe there'll be a buzz tomorrow morning about this. There might be. Yeah, I mean, uh, there very well could be. I'll tell you one thing, uh, to repeat myself for the 9,000th time, you look now on, on whatever website, WFAN.com, ESPN, whatever it is, there are so many games now when you look at the next few days, it's like your head's going to spin. You don't know what to watch, even last night. So we got back from... Um, my 10-year-old team had a game last night early. We got home by 7.30, and it was like, all right, Yankees, Mets, Rangers, Islanders coming on at 8 o'clock. It's like, what do we watch? Like, we went from nothing to everything very quickly. Right. Which is good. Now there's too much sports. Now I'm not going to say that, but you're not far off on that. The Denver Nuggets, speaking NBA here, I had to talk to forward Michael Porter Jr. Yes, I have the quote if you don't have it. You do? Yeah. He had comments about uh, saying that coronavirus is being used for population control. You yeah, know the so exact quote? He was, uh, yes, for the most part. He um, was a guest on a podcast. He did, the way I read it, he was doing some Snapchat live Snapchats. thing. As he was getting on the team bus. That's right. how I read it. I don't know if that's true or not. But, quote, personally, I think the, and don't quote me, Eddie. This is not my feeling this here. This is what Jerry thinks about coronavirus? No, it's not. I got to put a disclaimer in now. Yeah, well, we'll edit that disclaimer right out. According to Michael Porter, personally, I think, according to Michael Porter, the coronavirus, <laughs> according to Michael Porter, is being used, obviously, for a bigger agenda. This is according to Michael Porter. It's being used for population control in just terms of being able to control the masses of people, I mean, because of the virus, the whole world is being controlled. Then he would go on to say, you're required to wear masks, and who knows what will happen when this vaccine comes out. You might have to have the vaccine in order to travel. Like, that would be crazy. Hmm. I, you might have to have it's the like vaccine for kids to go to school, like they have to have other vaccines to go to some schools. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird time. Right Jerry, now. buzz, no buzz, uh, Michael Porter's take on coronavirus. No buzz. You're giving him no buzz on that no. one? No. It, it, well, it's a dumb take, whatever. In other coronavirus news, Drew Brees <laughs> has to uh, says he's going to have to retrain himself not to lick his fingers I bet you that's during a, a game. That's going to be an issue for a lot of guys. Licking fingers? During football games? Yeah. Even baseball players. I have. I think they've done a good job with it, but that's even pretty constant in baseball usually. Where's Mike Pelfrey these days? He had to retire because of coronavirus. He was licking. Wow. Oh, I stopped myself. He was licking what, Jerry? Nothing. What were you going to say? Oh, boy. Nothing. Balls. Yes, I was. <laughs> he licked his fingers and then rubbed them on the balls. Yeah. The pitch. Pretty much. All the time. 
He yeah, would, he would have had a difficult time right now. I think once when the game starts, like for a Drew Brees, this guy's been licking his fingers before every snap for his whole career. When when you get on the field in that environment, you go right back to what you were doing. It's very. I can tell you this. So we have guidelines. I mean, the baseball guidelines for MLB are what 113 pages. So yeah, for for the I'm youth baseball, we have guidelines too. And in like an MLB, our guidelines are no sunflower seeds, no spitting. You know how many times I've caught myself doing both? Spitting you sunflower just, seeds? You just don't. Yeah, you don't. I, I don't know. You don't think about it sometimes when you get into the flow of a game. You're right, just. That's what I mean. They're just now. I've kept the mask on for almost the entire lengths of games. There are times I'll t- like last night. I mean, it was 94 degrees and it was hot. And so when the kids went in the field and the dugout was clear, I took the mask off for a couple minutes just to breathe. But I've kept it on, I'd say, 90% of the time. When it's off, though, you're just back into the game and you would reach in, you'd grab some, or you'd just be spitting because it's what you do. Uh, I've caught myself a few times. Not easy to break those habits. You're a hard habit to break. And very hard, as Chicago would say. <laughs> See, right on cue. Uh, Didn't like that song either, did you, Eddie? That was oh, not. not so bad. Mm. Oh, wow. Also tough to spit sunflower seeds when you have a mask on. That's true. Because it just bounces right Speaking back. Speaking of that, you know how many times in the last three days I've spit with the mask on? <laughs> really? You're spitting yes, into I your can, mask? Yes, I could show you. Hmm, is the stain gone? My wife might have washed this is for me. Is the stain gone? So I have a navy blue mask that I wear to the office. And yesterday, leaving the office, <laughs> I forgot I had it on. <laughs> And I spit right into myself. Disgusting. Oh, it was awful. It is nasty. Anyway, it's 536, but does anybody really know what time it is? We're going to take a quick break. (laughs) We have Boomer joining us at the top here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. Dude, really? This blows. <laughs> yeah. This is real Chicago, Jerry. No, I don't like this. I, I mean, don't. this just stinks. The, yeah. To be. I was in Chicago. Weren't they? Wasn't their music featured in one of the Karate Kid movies with our yes. boy, with our guy Ralph Macchio? Yes, it was. Karate Kid two or three? I believe it was. Uh, yeah. Two. I think it was two. Yeah, I think so. This, this sucks. You suck. This blows. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I got a lot. I had a couple friends Do-do-do. of mine. Text me how much they enjoyed the game yesterday <laughs> with the quotes. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought of a – let me shut that off. I thought of a new game show we could do with your quotes as well. Oh, I like that. Are we doing that today or uh, – No, because I, I just thought of it as I was uh, brushing my teeth this morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Fair. What is the? How does that go, this game go? This game is called Complete the Jerry Recco Quote. All right. And you, it has to be exact. That's fair. I like that. So That's if I, I've, if the if the if the uh, as an example, I'd be like, "People are garbage." <laughs> then the exact quote after that is, "That's a fact." <laughs> All right, I would be in for that. But it has to be exact. Okay, that's fair. Now, here's the one thing: when my one friend said that we did wrong, he said we should have put two listeners against one another to see who knows the show better, because the problem uh, my one friend said was it wasn't fair having someone compete against someone else when their own quotes were in it. Right, which Although does those make are the sense. Ones I got incorrect. Yeah, but you did get one right. Right, but you did get that's true. You did get a couple of them wrong, <laughs> which surprised me. But whatever. It's just sometimes tough to have two listeners on the phone at the same time. True, that's a very that's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Uh, Jerry, a, uh, a woman has passed away in Buffalo. An older gal, uh, and her obituary has uh, gone round the internet. Yeah, I actually like this because this is honest and this is true. Yeah, she loved the New York Yankees. And LeBron James, she hated Tom Brady, says the obituary. 
She also loved to smoke. Yes. She smoked millions of cigarettes. And her photo in the obituary <laughs> is holding a cigarette. <laughs> Ripping a cig. Isn't that an interesting... No, I it's like a delicate balance. You love to do something, yeah. yet it's you know at some point it's going to get you. And it's cigarettes, like, yeah, or excessive drinking, or like. And there's a lot of people that do things that they shouldn't do for their own well-being, but they they really do enjoy it. But at the end of the day, you might end up dying a very painful death. Now I looked on all of these articles about this uh, gal. It doesn't say how old she was. I cannot find it. Is that well? Don't they do that in a lot of obituaries for women? Like, they don't say women how don't old want they are? you to know how old you are. I don't. This woman is admitting are. to smoking millions of cigarettes, hating Tom Brady. I bet you she could care less. So she's the Wilt Chamberlain of smoking cigarettes. She's the Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> of smoking cigs. Right? Didn't he? Wasn't that in the book? He claimed to have ten thousand women. I uh, I think twenty thousand women. Twenty thousand. Yeah. That's oh, not, that's yeah. not possible. Jerry, everyone's uh, had relations with at least 10,000 people. That was no big deal. It's 20,000 people. Wow. Well, that, even still. So she, with her cigarette smoking. One million cigarettes. I wonder if she counted them. This is my one million cigarettes. Well, if you, three, if, you, if you smoke three packs a day, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's excessive. It is, but I've known people that have done that. I worked When I worked at 106.3 down in Jersey, we had a lovely gal. She was the receptionist. I mean, she she could not have been a sweeter lady. She chain smoked, so she would show up about seven thirty. In between, I was there from I, my day probably ended around eleven because uh, we were done at ten. Do some work afterwards. I would say from seven thirty eight o'clock until eleven, she was through a pack of cigarettes already, maybe even yeah. more. She was three packs a day, easy. Uh, George Burns, he smoked constantly, and he lived to be like a hundred years old. He was God. He was God exactly. Oh God, book one. Uh, more uh, ingesting things into your body. Chad Johnson, former standout wide receiver in the NFL, says that he took Viagra. Herbal boner pills. He took uh, Viagra before every game to get around the PED rules. Boner pills. All right, now I have a serious question about All that. All right, I have serious answers only here. Because I'm not sure about that. I do. Number one, he's ruined it for all the other guys in the NFL now because you might have to add that to the banned list of substances right. if, he, if, if this is in fact true. My question would be, and I have never needed or used those Bragger. things. Have you? Me, Jerry, never. Okay. So you're, <clears throat> yes or no? No. I no, feel like you're no. laughing on the other end. No. My boner pills, are they ready? <laughs> <laughs> That's me at the pharmacy earlier today. <laughs> All right. So I've never, like you, have never needed or used them. Yeah. If he takes one, nothing happens? Well, Jerry... According to my research, I've done some research on this. Uh, you, uh, th- this thins out the blood, which is how these pills work. They uh, allow more blood flow to your area. So it's not like you take the pill and then within an hour, no, that you happens. St- you still have to be um, turned Into on it. in order for it to work. So he would just get extra energy. I guess he and would oxygen just get and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or, I mean, he cheated. Are we yes. going to kill him now? No. Because yes. no one cares about football players taking steroids or, or Viagra, apparently. There's a great Twitter feed called NFL Throwback where they'll, like, on, on different birthdays, people's birthdays and things, they'll put a highlight package together. They, yeah. they just had one that they tweeted out on uh, Chad Johnson. That guy made so many incredible tiptoe catches. He was a great player for a short time. But you're right. Like, you forget sometimes, like, when guys are – 
weird off the field or do weird stuff where they get in the news for mm-hmm. celebration. Like T.O. was like this. You actually, I forget how great they were when they were playing. Terrell Owens might have been, and don't don't yell at me. It's just my I'm opinion. Get right on Twitter. And I couldn't stand the guy, even when he was with the Cowboys. I couldn't stand the guy, but he might be the best wide receiver I've ever seen. And I mean that. But I mean, Jerry, and Jerry Rice, obviously. Stuff. But he right. And you just, I couldn't stand the guy. And it took away from, from me how good he was on the field. Yeah. Like he was, he was outstanding. But he was a nutcase. And it, it's a problem. It really is. Like how do you think, let's fast forward 10 years. And let's say Odell Beckham Jr. continues to do weird things off the field. Will people remember how great no. he was? They'll remember that one catch right. against the Cowboys. And forget all the other things. And then when you see a highlight reel, you'll go, oh, yeah, he was really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, remember Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, whatever Ocho. you want to call him. Right. The guy changed his name to Ocho Cinco. The guy <laughs> at one point was in the prime of his career was so damn good. He put that, which was disrespectful. I get it. But he put that yellow jacket on on the sideline. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you thought, yeah, he might make it there. Right. And instead, his career ended short, and he ended up trying to play in the CFL. That didn't work, and where is he now? Nowhere. All right, Jerry, here's a topic called, I know I used to have a game show called Fake News or Fake or something. This is. I thought it was Fugazi or not Fugazi. Okay, oh yeah, Fugazi or not Fugazi. Let's do a quick Fugazi, not Fugazi. Yes. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan says he would take a Super Bowl ring over a Hall of Fame bust. Fugazi? We're not Fugazi. Not Fugazi. I believe him. I think it means that much to these guys to win the championship. I do. And not have a bust in Canton, Ohio? I do. I, th- I think the Super oh, Bowl man. is everything for some of these guys. Because it kind of, as much as the Hall of Fame is great, the Super Bowl championship kind of validates you. Really? I, I, I do believe that, yeah. I do. Now, I think there are some guys that want to stockpile numbers, go into the Hall of yeah. Fame, and be remembered as great players that, yes. no, they didn't win, but God, they were great. But I think there are some, and I would think Matt Ryan might be that type. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. Like for a long time, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only had Leroy Selman in the Hall of Fame because they were so bad for mm-hmm. so long. And to me, I'd be like, "That's awesome. I know we sucked, but I'm in the Hall of Fame." Uh, yeah, he can say Take that. that. He never had a chance to win a Super Bowl, though, did he? <laughs> well, actually, they got to the championship game against the Rams uh, when the Rams went to that Super Fair Bowl enough. and they played the Steelers. Good point. Fair enough. I think Fair it was enough. like a nine nothing game or a Fair nine six or some. Terrible game. You can't stop Vince Farragama, though, Jerry. You know that. And we can't stop us, although a break is going to stop us. And when we come back, a couple more minutes, and then Boomer joins us at the top on the fan. But right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. I'm so sorry, Eddie, I'm blanking out on the topic, but I do know that it's Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got a couple more minutes, maybe not even that much, till we get to the top of the hour. Yankees win ho-hum. They beat the Orioles, as they always do. Uh, Mets lose a bad one last night to the Red Sox. The restart of the NBA tonight. And the Rangers played the Islanders in an exhibition game. We're going to hear a lot about that. And I want Kevin Harlan on today. Who knows? Maybe. What else you got, Al? Jerry, this is a public service announcement to those living in the Livingston, New Jersey area. An eight-year-old girl was bitten multiple times by a fox. Oh, man. See, I we ran oh into a goodness. fox on the golf course a few oh, weeks really? ago. Yes. Did you club him? No. But not, not only did we not club him, here goes Al's sound effects. You should start a sound effects machine. <laughs> 
Um, they got so close. It was a baby fox that looked more like a like a cross between a cat and a dog because mm-hmm. it was so playful. They took pictures. I'm like, guys, it's a it's a wild right. fox. What are you doing? But they were okay. You got to be careful about with these foxes. They'll bite you. And it's supposedly a neighbor chased off the fox. Good for that neighbor. Good for that neighbor. That's I would have exactly called 911 right. by the time the cops got there. And did you see a 400 pound shark was caught off the coast of Long Island? I did not. 400 pounds, dude. What are did we see, What did, is going on? Did Geo catch it on his boat of his? It was not Geo, I can tell did you he that. Did reel it in? It was not Geo. No. Would have been about, cool, though. Now, how about this story from Hollywood? Ellen DeGeneres, not nice. This is surprising to me. Yeah, she that in seems, real life, she's mean, they I say. am stunned by that. Especially with all the sit, she did the Letterman sit down on Netflix. We're yes. your flagship oh. station for Boomerang Geo, morning 6 to 10.